Hey everybody, it's Jeff here. I wanted to explain what Tony and I tried with our most recent episode. Um, we actually sat down and watched uh, the Green Bay Packers Super Bowl 45 uh, victory from start to finish and kind of gave our thoughts as we were watching the game. So the next four episodes of the podcast are each quarter of our rewatch for the Super Bowl. Now we used... Uh, the NFL playoffs edits that you can find on iTunes. So if you were inclined to watch along, that would be the recording that Tony and I used for our commentary. So that's, you know, commercial free and again, available on iTunes. So we hope you enjoy it. Hopefully it brings back some good memories, especially for all you Packer fans out there. And let us know what you think. All right. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. All right, and we are back, ladies and gentlemen, on the I'm Wrong, You're Right podcast. We are watching the second quarter of Super Bowl 45. And Tone, as we talked about at the end of our last episode, right now it's all Packers at this point. Couldn't be any better than that. You would take a 14-0 lead perfectly. You know, we hadn't seen Byron much. Byron Leftwich. <laughs> Jacksonville hadn't... legend. So now Pittsburgh's starting off on their, no, the Green Bay 32. Yes. Great tackle by Chuck. He was, I mean. He was the, the, he was the quarterback of that defense. He is one of those players that. When, I mean, when he left, I never held any ill will. No. He was like he's in my mind like he's he's his Packers stripes like he earned those. Oh yeah, and he didn't even get to finish playing this game, which was the no. crazy part. He gets injured later this quarter. Spoiler alert! And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just imagine if this team had had Le'Veon Bell like a, a back like that it would have been a lot harder to stop. Because I mean, or, as good as Mendenhall was, you even, know, even like I know I keep going back to this, but Nick Collins being healthy. If 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 he stays healthy, he makes the transition when Ch- when Charles Woodson's talent starts to decline. Like he takes over then, right? So again, you have that replacement right away. And I, I mean, I, obviously, I don't know what happens if he stays healthy, but I think that he's still that your safety play. for another five to six years. You would hope so, at least. He might still be playing. Man, Tremont was good too. Yeah, he was young. Ugh. Just injuries for this team was just. Just terrible. And it's tough. Unless you're the Patriots, it's tough to continuously refill those, you know. Even this team was injured all the time. Yes, this team was. It was frustrating. I mean, Rodgers missed games, you know, with with injuries. So at this point now, Pittsburgh was at least starting to kind of get things to roll. But again, this was the frustrating thing about the defense, even moving forward, was it was the bed no break. It was always playing a soft zone and, you know, Never letting anyone score. That was if you can give up five hundred yards, but if you only held them to a field goal every time, that's what you wanted. Right, and, and I still don't know. We, I mean, obviously, we won the Super Bowl with that approach. Right, I still don't know how I like that. As a right, defense. but that's how it was. And then look at the games going forward. Past that, until Capers was gone, like that was always how it was. And I always got in arguments with my dad about this because he hated it. He hated the way they played because he'd always. They'd always give up so many yards, but it's like 
It's about the points. You didn't want to give up touchdowns. It is about points, but I feel... Here's the thing. The team never really replicated this performance again. So, I mean, no. that strategy... We were talking about, you know, getting capers gone for years. That strategy continuously disappointed us. But the, but the other thing, too, was that it was, it was about no, no touchdowns and turnovers. If you couldn't do those two things, giving up those 500 yards, you were screwed because... You give up 500 yards and 40-some points. Well, right. I mean, now what happens if... Here, I'm just going to look at something quick here. I want to see who the Patriots lost to this year in the playoffs. The Patriots? Or the... Yeah, who the, I mean, who did the Patriots lose to this year in the playoffs? In the regular season? Because they won the Super Bowl. No, for... Oh, uh, the... Yeah, for this season, because I mean Pittsburgh's here. So who not was it the Jets? Was this no, one of those yeah, Jets, it was the Jets years? Remember the um, who did the backflip? Ah, the Jet. I know the Jets knocked him out. So the Patriots were the number one. Yeah, okay. So the Patriots were the number one seed, and they lost to the Jets. Oh wait, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong. I was looking at next next year's when they played the Giants again. So I gotta go I gotta go back one year with the playoffs. It's always so weird how the NFL like does this where how how it's arranged. Right, it's the twenty ten season, but it was played in twenty the Super Bowl was played in twenty eleven. Right, so they call it like the twenty eleven. Right. So we held them to a field goal. Which you would take. Oh yeah. So the Pittsburgh the Steelers this season finished with twelve and four record. That's pretty good. They won the AFC North and they were the second seed in the AFC. This was their eighth Super Bowl, so they tied Dallas with the record of most Super Bowl appearances and have not been back since. Nope. So they remain there. Now this was so Roethlisberger was out the first four games of this year, which I did not remember until reading that right now for violating. <clears throat> the NFL's personal conduct policy. So this was the year that it happened. Well, one of the times. <laughs> uh, Mike Wallace was their top receiver. They had Heinz Ward, Heath Miller, Richard Mendenhall. Pouncey was their uh, center, who was really great. Is that John? Was that John Travolta? Yeah. Oh, and there's Ron Howard. Yep, they had an excellent defense. Yeah, we finished ten and six. Six seed. Just made it in. Okay, here we go. Here's for the twenty ten eleven playoffs. Yeah, because I forget I I remember that the Jets game that where they beat the, the Patriots. They won twenty so yeah, the Jets beat Indy seventeen to sixteen. So New England had to buy because they were the number one seed, and the Jets beat them twenty eight to twenty one, and then they lost to Pittsburgh twenty four nineteen. And that was back to back AFC Championship games because that was with Rex Ryan and the Sanchez. Yep. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, that was actually when it was fun to be a Jets fan for a little bit. <laughs> and then Chicago beat Seattle. And that was the Seattle beat New Orleans. That was the um, this East was a, mode game. This was, and this was a weird Chicago Bears season too. Yeah, like because who was the because Atlanta was the number one seed. We beat them, and Chicago was, was the number, number two. two seed. And then, which I don't remember. I don't remember much about the Bears that season except Jay Cutler finally seemed to get it. But they had a good defense. Yes, which what they always do. 
Oh, see, there was that back shoulder pass to Jennings. And then, and then Rodgers struggled in that game against Chicago, but there was the Raji fumble recovery that... Oh, interception. The interception, where yeah. he's holding it out like a yeah. ham, a Christmas <laughs> ham. <laughs> so Sanders, I don't, I don't remember him getting carted off. That happens more frequently with the NFL, I swear, you know? Getting carted off. Just, like, players getting injured in these important games, and it really stinks. Well, this was... Oh, James Jones. Let's not forget we had James Jones on this team. Who... This was the year before the collective bargaining agreement, where they cut back on like the practices and stuff. That's yeah. what they blame it on, is that the guys, their bodies aren't um, conditioned enough. James Jones had a couple of drops this game. Sort of Jordy. He had one big drop where if he catches it, it's six points. This game could have been over multiple different oh, ways. Yeah. I mean, it should have been over... You know, without spoiling too much here, but, you know, when the Packers go up 21-3, to you say, really, it should be over. Because right. Jones had a drop, and then Jordy had a drop, too. So at this point, with 10 minutes to go, Rodgers was 7-12 of 12 with a touchdown, no yep. picks. Which, again, you'll take. This is 3rd and 5 now. The Packers still kind of backed up. And they were short on yep. that, so he went uh, went to driver. And this is where driver got injured on this play, if I recall. Because he, there was, I said, there were a couple of players that went out for the Packers. I mean, Woodson obviously was Woodson the was the one. big one, but driver was definitely gimpy. But again, he was in the down side of his career, so you had enough guys in front of him where it's like you can lose him. Right, he was not an integral integral part of the offense. Right. This was the season, though, if I remember. It wasn't this the one where he had that play against the Niners, where, you know, it was, you know, he threw off, like, 12 guys and was juking and stepping, and I thought it was. It was this season. Maybe it was, like, the next one. He'll always be a Packer. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. he's he was one of the greats. Well, I mean, when you're a seventh-round pick. Out of Alcorn I mean, State, yeah. right? And I believe he was on, like, the, he, like, just made it on the team. Because he was like a practice, I don't know, practice squad guy. But he, you have to look like, what was his? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the NFL actually bringing the accusations for the accusations against Roethlisberger. They actually have a little a little thing on that. Rusty. Welcome Rusty <laughs> Roethlisberger back with a win. It's really interesting to see how the Super Bowls cover different scandals. Because right. they feel like they have to talk about it, but as long as they get it out of the way for those 15 seconds, it's fine. Right. Like, okay, But at yes. that point, are you like, do you really need to bring it up? Because I'm sure it's been brought up, you know, the whole week going in. It had been done to death. Right. <laughs> but going back to Driver, I think you have to look at, like, what was his original number? Because it wasn't always 80. I feel like it was like a lower number than that. And then eventually, I can't remember that. Eventually, I think it was like writing. one or like, God, it was like 19 or something. Something. Let's see here. If you look up Donald Driver. Al I always remember Alcorn State. Because I remember I loved using him in... Man. It might not even have been mad. It might have been like 2K5. Oh, yeah. And he was really, like, he was always really good in that, so I knew him. He was drafted in the seventh round of the 99 NFL draft. Yeah, he was. No, nah, it doesn't say here what, like, his original number was. His first season, he had three receptions. 
Wallace, he was good. Yeah. But again, as soon as he left Pittsburgh, never did anything after that. In 2006, he had 92 receptions for 1,295 yards. Man, he was good. A young Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. I still I like both those guys. I don't I don't Joe Buck I definitely have come around on. I think he I think he's kind of learned how to be better. Aikman is still I don't have a problem with Aikman. He's just Captain Obvious all the time. Right. This is a big play, you know, Joe. But I think that's like with most like most you know guys that used right. to play. But with this past offseason, Tony Romo really showed uh, oh, he's good. what you could do. Like, Romo now is the, yeah. he's the standard for the I am surprised player. he is not either a defensive coordinator or a coach. Because he called every play. True. Even going back to the AFC, every game that he was um, calling for the Patriots, like, he called the play that they were doing. Ugh. I would jump on that if I'm in, if I'm the AFC for anyone that plays him, like if he can call what they're gonna do, like you're kryptonite but, to them. But they basically. also they also get to meet with the coaches ahead of time to figure out what they want to do. But even still, like it's hard to, to call. Like, oh, Roethlisberger, he's going. Ooh. I mean, it's hard to call any play to stop a defense, but or, I mean, stop an offense. But I mean, if you know what they're gonna do. <laughs> He was always one of those quarterbacks where you would worry if your corners, like if you had a skinny corner that would come in and try to tackle him, so you would worry that they would get hurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> Roethlisberger, you know, you could cut off his leg, you know, Simpson style, and he would still play. Yeah. But Jared Bush would come in like, oh, my arm is completely <laughs> shattered. Well, when you weigh, you know, 260 pounds. Yeah, he's huge. So we got about six minutes, six minutes and fifty seconds to go. Still fourteen to three. Again, we were still feeling good, and I said my memory is getting a little hazy for the exact timing, but I'm pretty sure they go into halftime up another score. I don't think the Steelers yeah, think came so. back to score. I think it was all in the third quarter. So that means another classic yep. Super Bowl second quarter. Yep. And another you know heart attack pack. But essentially, this game already. This game already had more points than this most recent Super Bowl by what, right now? Like the, when that last touchdown was? The only thing I remember about the Super Bowl previous to this was the um, the pick Manning threw that was returned for a touchdown. Oh, no, I mean like this year's with the Patriots and Rams. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Which, I'm going to put this on the record. It can live in perpetuity. I am not going to look back at that game <laughs> in like five years and say, oh, what a chess match between two. Like, no, that was a bad game. That I'm was, sorry. It I was a boring game. Super Bowl 40, Super Bowl 35. Uh, what was another, like, Super Bowl 48? Which one was that one? The Seahawks, oh, Seahawks and Broncos. Broncos. Again, one of those games where it's like either the defense just, like, dominated or the offense, or the. Or just, just like an. Um, but in the Seahawks game, you had, like you had a defense of such incredible talent. I could enjoy watching them. Whereas I'm not saying that New England doesn't have a good defense. It was just that Jared Goff didn't know what to do, so it was pure incompetence. Right. So and, and the Rams had a great offense too. So and they couldn't do anything. It was it was so bad. It was so bad. <clears throat> oh God, it was so bad. <laughs> I remember getting, I still have the, my Clay Matthews jersey from this Super Bowl. 
Dad was able to get them for us with the patch and everything. I rocked that thing for years. Well, now you can frame it. And then it got to be bad luck. <laughs> now you can frame it because the only way I see him coming back is through retirement. And that's fine. I mean, hopefully he goes and he wins with them. You know, I'm not going to harbor him any ill will. No. He played for the he played for the Packers, and he was a good he was a good player for us. And I, I feel like through his departure, it's like he didn't do anything the last few years. So you're not like sad to see him go. Unless you're really tied to him. Right, that's why when, you, when your play slips, fans are a lot more willing. I'm almost to... glad that he's gone because... We don't have to argue about it anymore. Right. <laughs> and you don't have to see him on the field and be like, he's not doing anything and you're paying Oh, him. Dallas is a mecca to... <laughs> they, just... haven't, they haven't had a Super Bowl there yet. Since this game. No, they just had it. Wasn't that one... Wasn't the new one just down in Dallas? The no. Patriots one? No, that was in um, Atlanta. Really? I thought that they Dallas has done it again. They haven't even been up on the list of cities to host it again. Really? Yeah. Oh. I hear it's a nice stadium. Because next year it's in Miami. Picked off Jared Bush. Who really kind of, I mean, redeemed himself in this one game. Yeah. Because, again, he had been on... He had been the guy, the scapegoat for, like, the 07 game against the Giants. And then he had just had this, he had a, a propensity for dumb plays and penalties. And and he gets, the, I mean, he gets there right at the same yeah. time. Troy Palomalu. See, again, you know, there's all these players that really haven't even done much in the game so far. That You know, I, of course, I remember Palomalu. He hasn't done anything so far. No. That's a derp face right there. <laughs> Four minutes, 28 seconds to go in the first half. Two turnovers for Pittsburgh. He's thrown two picks. And that's and what this defense was about. It was all about, yep, winning the turnover battle. So now Rodgers gets his chance. Great he guy. still looks the same to me when you watch Rodgers in this game. Like, I mean, it's not like he's super different. His decision-making may be different, but I feel like he's still playing the same way. Yeah. There he is, Dom, Dom Capers. Capers. And he won a Super Bowl for us, you know? I mean... Yeah. And if they if they beat Seattle, it's a totally different conversation for a lot of these guys. Yeah. But that game ended horribly, so... <laughs> I mean, if you... I mean, for crying out loud, if you had made the Super Bowl, who knows, maybe Capers and McCarthy are still around, because you could say they made it to two. I don't you know? know. Even still, that was you know four years ago. But making it to a Super Bowl gets you a lot of leeway, right? But then you look at the the space in between, like between this Super Bowl and then 2014, you had the Giants debacle, mm -hmm. then you had the San Francisco debacle. The following after the first debacle with San Francisco, the second year, the game that we went to. The defense actually showed up. Mm -hmm. But then you look at the games after Seattle against Arizona. Mm -hmm. And was, did they make it again after Arizona? I don't think they did. It's I'm having trouble now remembering our flame outs in the playoffs. <laughs> so, again, like it's, it hasn't been good. There we go. Yeah, he was a good, powerful runner. 
two really good jersey uh, combinations this game. Like, I always enjoy the Steelers. Yeah. And, this was and also, in my opinion, maybe not the the Acme Packer throwbacks, but, like, two of the worst throwbacks. Because you have the Bumblebee oh, uniforms yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Steelers, and then whenever the Packers do the all... I guess it's not their throwbacks, it's the color rush. Yeah. All yellow, which I cannot stand. I hate them so much. And this was Reeboks last year. Mm-hmm. As well. Before Nike took over. So the Packers still marked, so two minutes, 30 seconds to go. Right there, Rodgers yeah. hits Jennings, like, down, down the middle. He, he gets, gets crushed by Palomalu, but holds on. So Jared Bush directly led to it. Hey, right, right, he's uh, fitting his uh, yeah. ring finger. I remember Jordy was asking. Apparently, Jordy was like, "What? You hurt, man?" It's like, "No, I'm just fitting my ring but, finger." But remember, McCarthy had all of the players' fingers sized the night. Was it the the, the week of? He McCarthy actually had the motivated. Like you know, he put the blank picture up at the start of the year. Yeah. And that's why McCarthy, no matter what you feel about him, again, I don't hold any ill will towards him. It was just time. Yeah, it was it's time, time for know. everybody. Like, it'll be time for Belichick to leave the Patriots one day, and I'll be so happy. Whether it's by... I don't care how he I leaves. Think it, I think, I feel like for him, it'll be him and Brady will go at the same time, maybe. If they're like, you know, beef has been hashed out. I don't know, I could see them sticking around him just being like, no, I can... I can, like, hey, win without and you. he's proven it, too, so... Right? I mean, that's a whole other... I'm not going to get to the Brady thing. But it, uh, Oh, but what it, a move. But if you ask me gun to my head, who would I take? I would take Belichick over Brady. Because he's done it before. He's done it... He's done a winning combination. Yes, I mean, you could take Brady and put... If you, like, if you took Brady and put him on multiple other teams... I don't it's think you'd the have same. the same level of success as you would if you took Belichick and replaced him. Right. If you put Belichick on the Packers, they win the Super Bowl. Because he, Belichick was part of the Parcells-Giants teams, too. Mm -hmm. So, again, he's been successful, or he's gone. Not with Cleveland. Not obviously. with Cleveland, but <laughs> that's a whole other thing. I mean, he was semi-successful in Cleveland. Right. I mean, that was left, the thing. So. <laughs> Do you think that would have been a flagged hit if that was a hit today? Probably. Just because well, of, he, because of the, I, like, it's more like he hits his upper back, then, but uh, I wonder sometimes. And that's the part that stinks for football going forward is, okay, so how do you determine? It's so fast. And these guys can't hold up. What do you want them to do? Like, not tackle them? Not try to jar pretty, the bar loose? Pretty much. I feel bad for defensive players, because offensive players get all the advantages. <laughs> but then you get the scoring, and that's what, the, that's what everybody wants. So the Packers led by 11-plus points at the half in all three games in the postseason this year. We just saw that graphic flash. I was surprised about Philadelphia. I didn't think we had that big of a lead against Philly. Or uh, Chicago, too. Because that was a low-scoring game. That was a low-scoring game, but we definitely owned them. Because Cutler went out, like, right before. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and they, call, they were questioning if it was, you know, it was toughness. Mm -hmm. Even though he did have something... Serious with it. It was a serious injury. <laughs> I just remember there were lots of memes, which I will not repeat. And <laughs> questions about his gender and if he had bruised certain, yeah. <laughs> so Roethlisberger at this point has a 29.8 rating with two minutes to go in the game. 
I know it gets better. You just say that you, like, there's no way that the Packers can lose this game. Right. This is, you know, you're feeling like Atlanta levels of confidence, I would say. That was a nice, that's yeah. a nice throw. Did they score on this drive? I can't remember. I don't think they did. I want to say they didn't, but we'll, I guess we'll, we'll find out, Tony. <laughs> and it was always, that was the one thing where when you would play that style of defense, you would just give and give and that's, give. That's, and at the end of halves, it would make you so nervous. That's what people hated. It does look like a nice stadium. Jerry World. Jerry World. Great, great times are waiting, so grab some buds. <laughs> Sammy's so, out. Shields just went out. He's getting walked down. The start of the uh, shoulder injuries. That's when I started to get nervous. If you had just had him or Woodson go out, I think it would have felt differently. But when both did, you're like, ooh, okay, this is not great. And I don't think it's a coincidence that, you know, But the then Steelers everyone was back. saying, like, you know, they've been, the Packers have been injured all year, and it's like, you know, next man up. All the Super Bowl teams say that. Yeah, so literally on the next play, after seeing that, Woodson goes down. And now this is where I remember going like, you got to be kidding me. Like, that was the reaction of all Packer fans. you got to be kidding me. This is what you'd seen all year, too. Guys go down. And for Woodson, you knew how much it killed him. Right. And we can talk about what they did in the locker room when we get to our third quarter episode. Because that was always kind of legendary from what I've read after. So at this point, the wheels are starting. I mean, again, you're up twenty-one-three, so you're not you're but you're getting nervous. Yeah. Because everything is magnified in the Super Bowl. I mean, like you just realize everything is everything is on the line, which is why you know sometimes I enjoy the wins right before the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl again is just such a weird. It's a mixture of relief. And anxiety. Yep. You know, the NFC title games, those are the ones that I really remember, like in terms of my just being so excited and into the game. When it beat Carolina to go to 31, I remember that was like, because that was at Lambeau, you know, so that was like the pinnacle. Yep. Uh, obviously, they weren't there for Chicago, but it was like being the Bears, you know, going to the Super Bowl, like that was the thing. And then the Super Bowl is just this added. Two weeks. This of added stress. two weeks exactly, <laughs> which I'm not a fan of. I feel like, I guess oh, that could have been picked that off. Yeah. That would have been nice. AJ Hawk, another like I always respect him. When he left, I had no ill will against Hawk either. I mean, did he go anywhere after us? He did. He went to Cincinnati. Oh, I want to yeah, say, that's yeah. Right. It was just you know what he was just another example of those picks that solid. But for where they were in the draft, you always wanted more. Because he was the number five pick. And he, and and Vernon, he was supposed to anchor Vernon Davis that team. was ahead of him. Mm-hmm. But Vernon no, Davis... he was behind him. Vernon Davis never but became again, like that him, guy put either. Put on this team, though, with Rodgers. Mm. He's kind of a head case, though. He had a couple of rough early years. Yeah. Throwing into traffic. So he got... Again. I mean, he got away with that one, too. Heinz Ward... Yep, and there goes Chuck to the locker room. Broken collarbone. You just didn't expect that. 
I mean, especially to be out of the game, you would have thought he would do everything to get back in. I'm sure he tried. And, then, and the, the, I think the worst part of all this happening was right before the half. Mm-hmm. See, that would have been a flag in today's. Yes, because even it almost looks like he got a little bit of the helmet on that, yeah. too. And now, just imagine how different that makes things, you know? Ugh. That, too. Because this was before the concussion protocol. <laughs> yeah, God only knows. Heinz Ward would later go on to play for the uh, the Gotham City Knights. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what a lovely boy. <laughs> the only survivor yep. of that football game. <laughs> All the others are swallowed into the earth. But no, Heinz Ward makes it. And he scored, too. And he, he, was, he did that off a kickoff return. It's like, okay, Heinz Ward at that point <laughs> in his career, he didn't have the Jets anymore. Okay, so let's see, a minute 37, Steelers on the Packers, what, 26? Yeah. So they're spreading out, Roethlisberger drops back, gets to Mendenhall, but he stays inbounds, which at this point, Pittsburgh's got a timeout left, Packers had a timeout left. So if you're Green Bay, you, I mean, you're really just trying to hold them to a field goal. I think, I think they did score. I think they went in 21-10. Which I bet you that would have been the over for the first half for sure. Probably, yeah. Yep, so he hits. He got Ward, Ward again. So now they're in the red zone or within the 10. And again, this is the bend, don't break defense. We weren't. We were be groundbreaking or stopping anybody. Well, and especially, I mean, the Steelers were a good team, so yeah. it's like I get it. Look at him jump around. He was always so shifty, and look at that, so just wide open. Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. He had himself a series right there. And that's the thing. Like it would have been nice to keep him out of that end zone, man. But that's the thing. It's like that's the defense you got to live with right now, or within that time period. It's like, if you're going to give up plays like that. And, uh, well, and I mean, at this point, that defense was really just trying to get to halftime. halftime. Yeah. I mean, you were just dying for it. You just lost basically your heart and soul. One of your best cover corners. You know, you're just, you're begging for halftime. And they weren't able to do it. So you go in 21-10, but you're still feeling confident. Right, but not as confident. Because you don't know the status of either one of those guys. Driver is still out, too, I believe. Yes, we haven't seen Driver so again. again. You're, this, is, this is how the whole year was. This guy's just keep They never made down. it easy. No. Except in the Atlanta game. Yeah. The Atlanta game was the one, which is why I have such fond memories, because it was never in doubt. That game was over at halftime. That, it that was. was thing. That Tremont Williams pick six. Yep. Oh, love it. See, you know, Jared Bush actually had pretty good coverage on there. He just got beat by the, the savvy veteran. <laughs> Just got turned around, so I mean, that's a heck of a route by Heinz Ward. And actually, he had to make a pretty good catch to bring that in. Yeah. I mean, Roethlisberger could have done a little better job <laughs> of getting that there. But no, that was ball placement. That's why he did that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and again, now you see Nick Collins going to the locker room early. Again, you're just, you're like, this is, really, this is how this is going to go? It was very deflating. It was very deflating. Uh. Now, this is Mike McCarthy of the current era. He probably tries to score more points here. Oh, yeah. 
But that's the thing that you had to live with this these injuries for the next. I feel like we're still going through this. Except now, this upcoming year will be a brand new year. But I'm saying with the with the players, it's like every year, it's like going into the first game, it's like this guy's injured and this guy's injured, this guy's questionable, and you go through this all year long. But I think it's for every team. I don't know. It just seems like it's worse for this team. Again, I don't follow any other else with the Packers, but it's just the amount of like names that you see even in training camp. Like, oh, this guy went down the first day of training camp. Somebody like an impact player but, for somebody's game. But when hurt. you hear that, you know, for the last few years, it's like, well, Rogers hasn't had the same offensive line since you know the the, the same five starters haven't played a single game together. Right. That's the thing. I just, it's one of those things that's frustrated me watching football over the years. Just because it is such a physical sport and takes a toll, none of the other sports have that problem. I mean, we, we talked about that in the past. I mean, do, do people get hurt in the other sports? Absolutely, but it's not, it doesn't feel the same way. Now, if it would be, you know, you know what, I'm not even going to say it. If a certain great player for a local team, you know, got a horrible injury, yes, that would be the same thing. <laughs> I didn't even say who it was. Doesn't matter. We all know who you're talking about. <laughs> like, yes, that would be absolutely devastating. But that doesn't happen to the great players nearly as often. But I still think it goes back to the way they, the collective bargaining agreement, because they they changed how many padded practices you can have, and your body isn't conditioned when you go into that first game. So again, like it just. And again, it's like, are players, you know, playing through it? Or are they just, you know, being babies? I mean, I'm not going to say they're being babies because they're a lot tougher than I am. So, I don't know. But who knows? I mean, the that was for 10 years, so it's got to be coming up again soon since they got to renegotiate. So, I, I know the, the was it the MLB has got to renegotiate? Mm-hmm. So, that, that sounds like there was going to be a lockout there, so... Who knows, maybe we'll go through an entire year without any sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, yeah, so when you're looking here at the end, so the Packers are up 21-10, so now the second quarter's come to come to an end. It's halftime. Packers are up 21-10. That was the fourth time in their four 2011 postseason games that they finished the first half with a lead of 11. Emmanuel Sanders was out. Driver was out. Woodson was out. And Shields was out. Shields actually would came back. Yeah. And you're right, the Black Eyed Peas would play at halftime. So right now, who, for this game, your MVP, it's got to be Rodgers at this point, right? Yeah. Because he's got two touchdowns and, I mean, he, he had, a, what, two drops to this point? One by uh, Jordy mm-hmm. and James Jones didn't have his yet, did he? No, not yet. So, yeah, he'd be my MVP. And Nick Collins would be a close second. Yes, I mean, that's the one you kind of wish you could give um, defenses an MVP. An MVP, because at this point you would probably say that they had done it, you know, forcing such horrible play, especially if they had kept it at that. Right. So right now things are looking good for the Packers, but not going into as the second good half. As the f- end of the first quarter, but not as good at the end of the first quarter. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we have completed the first half of our Super Bowl Forty Five rewatch. Uh, stay tuned for our third episode in this series, where we look at the third quarter. This is where things start to get dicey. Yep. So stay tuned for that. 
Enjoy.